I was riding number nine Heading south from Caroline I heard that long wow Some whistle blow Warning, this radio show contains strong language Excessive use of alcohol and tobacco products A whole lot of bullshit and nudity We here at WBWalker.com are not responsible for any lewd behavior Recklessness, illegal acts, or unwanted pregnancies. Directly caused by listening to this radio show. Viewer discretion is advised. Because I kind of wanted to lead you on, like I said, play with you a little bit, I guess you could say. And uh, I knew it was coming. I've been talking to these girls, and I knew they'd be back here before long. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm kind of glad it, that recording fucked up because I get to hear them again. <laughs> and you all get to hear them for the first time, but hell, I get to hear them again. So it uh, absolutely means the world to me to have them back again here in Dangas on another Sunday. And uh, never got to hear them live. Thank you. 
instances where we'd find you know we'd go to jams they have sessions every night in all the pubs in Ireland I mean we had a, a schedule we're like okay we go to this pub on a Tuesday we go to this one on a Wednesday and you know we've got certain certain jams and a very we had a very strict schedule while we were there for our, for our Guinness drinking and we'd go and we'd hear tunes that we knew already you know and it was just like you can hear how they how they correlate and how they kind of transferred over to this region and they're not exactly the same because you know it gets broken up a little bit and you lose pieces of it but when it comes down to it it's all kind of the same same foundation yeah and that's that's crazy just that's how how things work out i mean over hundreds and hundreds of years i mean i always love it when i look at a record like colder on his new record he does frawline mm-hmm. and i love it when you look at something and it just says traditional yeah. Because nobody knows who wrote the damn thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, in the pines, where did you sleep last night? Yeah. Nobody knows. That song, there's there's versions of that song that goes back a couple hundred years. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people probably know the version that Cobain done yeah. covering Lead Belly. But, I mean, it's just, if you really dig into it. That's, my girl, my girl. <laughs> that's the best part. That's pretty good, Lindsay. <laughs> Tell you a funny, since, since you're doing that part, since we're talking about that song, they said that, that, that Kurt was like his biggest critic, but he never gave himself any credit, or never said he'd done a good job. And then when he done that song, they ended unplugged. 
might been Grohl or somebody was saying that when they got in the elevator and was going up to their hotel, he said he kind of had a big smile on his face and said, "I done good." Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, I I know as much about Kurt as I know Hank, about Hank Williams, and that's the only time that I ever remember reading anything about him giving himself praise or credit. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. It's a song that was written probably 150 years ago. Yeah. Like but it's, it's neat to be in a culture that really valued their um, their their culture and ours we made a lot of friends just on the sole fact that we value our own heritage's traditions and music so we'd go places and we went to this little place called the cobblestone and we met this really badass old man his name was bill whelan and he played he played banjo and uh he knew what county a kentucky tune that we were playing was from he was kind of like feeling us out we showed up and like he started playing this like obscure Kentucky tune that we knew, so we played it with him, and we we're the only ones in the pub that knew it. He was like testing us, <laughs> and then he knew like all this information about this tune of the version that we know. I mean, there's countless versions, but he knew specifically that that was a Buddy Thomas tune, and that was from Lewis County, Kentucky. And it was just like, whoa, where are we? <laughs> it was really neat. That's kind of something that, that I've kind of, which I don't get out a whole lot, but I've been, like when I was up in New York working, you know, there, there is a lot of things about this area that I guess we kind of take for granted because we've heard the stories our whole lives. But there is a lot of things about, you know, Kentucky, West Virginia that, uh, that people really are interested in. Like, I mean, it seemed like about everybody I worked with in New York, they would ask me, you know, about the Hatfield McCoys and this and that. And, uh, <laughs> You know, when I told him that my wife Fallon that uh, that her grandmother was uh, Mary Jane, her maiden name was Mary Jane McCoy, and she was like the I don't know a granddaughter, a great granddaughter of uh, of Randall McCoy. Mm-hmm. And when I told them that, they just treated me like I was a damn celebrity. Or something. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because around here, you, especially I mean, I work with a handful of Hatfields, a oh, handful yeah. of McCoys, and you don't really think a whole lot about it. But I mean, probably. They're somewhat kin to the, the people that kind of, when you talk about this area in particular right here, that uh, we're probably more well-known about than anything else. Yeah. We're, I mean, Kentucky, West Virginia, I mean, we're known about... We're known for kicking ass. We're known for kicking ass. <laughs> there's, a, there's a really funny tune that people play in Moorhead that somebody... Who, who wrote it? I forgot. It's called Raising Hell and Christmas Trees. And uh, I'm blanking on Fred it. Fred Moore, I think. I think so. Fred something. But uh, they asked him, what, do you, what are y'all doing Round County? Because that's where the big Round County feud was, like right on 1st Street or Main Street. And uh, they said, all they do over there is raise hell and Christmas trees because it's a logging industry. And that's, that's about the truth. Um, let's, play a, let's play another tune. Yeah. You want to play, uh, speaking of uh, Kentucky and West Virginia, yeah, you want to yeah. play... Y'all give me 25, 30, 35 seconds to get some beer so we don't hear the beer cans smacking up the pop machine here.
we'll try to remember all the words on this. It's uh, been a while since we've done it, and we 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 hung out with Tim Lancaster this weekend up in Huntington, and he was kind enough to to let us stay with him. And uh, we played this tune. I said, "Why the hell haven't we been playing this tune?" Because we played it like two or three years ago when we was in school. I was like, "We're hanging out with all these West Virginia boys now. We need to start doing this tune again." But this was by cousin Emmy. Sales. 
That's nice glass you got there. Real nice. 
don't ask why I ask. station boys sure to keep that in there. Thank you. 
trained and wrecked. I'm not passed out on that last one. I've always wondered what my face looks like whenever we're doing that big long note. I'm have you ever seen a red. have you ever seen a stroke victim? <laughs> I look like I just got a gigantic wedgie. Did you take my water too? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, we need to pull off and get supplies. Oh. There's not much water on this train. <laughs> <laughs> There's some back over there. We'll do it now. He'd probably, he'll probably be three sheets to the wind by the time Wait, we Wait, where's your show. Anybody got any money? Yeah, yeah, Justin Payne, give me some money. We need, we need some money. I got ten dollar bills that I may or may not have got. I'm kidding, I don't <laughs> We need cash money for this. Don't make it cheap. You get what you pay for. Remember that now. Just remember then girls have to come back down here and use the gas money. Well, it's going to be cheap. That's all I got. It's like $32. One bill will do. That's fine. One of the largest bills. That's what we need. All right. Perfect. We're almost ready. Hold hands cause we're both wearing 
sound of that goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Audrey. Well, Justin, thank you for the money. Yeah, so uh, what we we had to borrow uh, the biggest bill that Justin Payne had in his uh, his purse, <laughs> and um, I don't know if we got this on tape, but if we can fit this in here somewhere, um, I would really like Montana to say hello. I'm Montana Cash. <laughs> hello. Welcome to the Hello studio. Welcome to the studio. <laughs> oh, look oh my God! <laughs> look at that shirt. Two fingers tequila. Didn't change. God, what a light. Didn't change. <laughs> Miracles. How did he get here? Did he walk? Transcended here. They're talking about your truck. You've got an admirer. Can we believe it? <laughs> what now? What now? Um, do mainliner? Yeah. And then one more. Thank you. 
blessed. <laughs> okay. Okay. That'll do. I know it's a little bit out of the way to come back down this way, but it means the world to me that you girls come back to play them songs again. Well, I'm happy because uh, I've got a bunch of pepperoni rolls in my guitar case now. <laughs> so, and you got some chili in it. We're happy pot. as can be. And we don't go to church on Sunday, so this is this is the next best thing. Thank you for the Sunday service. <laughs> A little something I wanted to say to Montana, and uh, it's kind of funny because y'all have done this show for the first time back three months ago now, and it didn't record. And I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, and I think the reason that it didn't record, and the reason that the show is, I'm uploading it today, is because... I needed to tell this story, and it's about a dream that I dreamed last night. You know, something that bothered me, and it's, it's kind of been on my mind since my anniversary show, is the fact that me and Montana's daddy, old MD, old Mad Dog Hobbs, didn't get really, you know, get on one together. You know, just have a good time and just bullshit about the railroad and, and drank a little bit. My anniversary show, it just, God, it went on. When it was over, I went back to my hotel and he went back to his and hell, we was just a few doors from each other. We both stayed in the, the Pullman Plaza. But I didn't really get a, to drink with him any, besides what little bit we both drank on the show. But last night, uh, the day's the 16th, so the night of the 15th, and we got 10 hours from the time that, that we quit working, that they have to wait to call us again. But it don't mean they're going to call you on that 10 hours. You can sleep for 10 hours and be rested and ready to go to work. And sometimes it's another 10 hours before they call you. And you're ready to go back to sleep when you have to go to work. And that's what happened to me the other night. I was uh, supposed to go on my rest days at 5 a.m. And they called me at 4. An hour before I was supposed to go on my rest days, they fucking called me to work. And I had to wait on a train for an hour. Didn't get there till quite a bit of time after they called me, so... They could let me sleep and just enjoy my rest days, my off days, and be done with it. But no, they called me. That's, that's railroad life. You never know when you're going to go to work. But when I got to, uh, once I quit working and I got to the hotel I was staying at, I, I just couldn't sleep. I'd been up like 25, 26 hours. And I guess where I'd been up for so long, I just couldn't couldn't sleep. And I took some, uh, took a little sleeping medication, I guess you'd say. Benadryl, so I take took a couple Benadryl and it knocked me out pretty quickly. I'm a lightweight, so it didn't take much to uh, to help me sleep. But anyways, uh, anytime I take Benadryl or or anytime that I get really drunk and, and sleep, I, I had really weird dreams. And all night long, I kept waking up. I had this one dream that uh, that, <laughs> that it's funny talking about it, but honestly, swear to God, I had a dream of Jason Aldean coming to me. And told me that the music that I guess the big machine is sending his way isn't what he really wants to write, and and he wanted my help into finding his voice, finding his music that he wanted to, to put out there. And I, I helped him in the end, I guess you'd say. 
I woke up and I rolled around the bed for probably 30, 40 minutes and I fell back asleep. And the last dream I had, I dreamed I was on a train and I was asleep. I was over on the conductor's side. I was sleeping in my chair and I wake up and I look around and I'm in an area that I have no fucking clue where I'm at. I'm looking at scenery that I've never seen before. I look up at the speedometer over my head and it's like 65 miles an hour and we're going downhill and it's just one curve after another after another and I look and I just I, I just think that I'm going to wreck all the hell. I jump up and start screaming at my engineer, you know, what the fuck is going on? What's, you know, just what's happening? And I look over the control stand and there's old MD Hobbs and he just kind of turns his head and looks at me and says, WB, uh, you're rolling with a mad dog this evening. Everything's good, brother. Just go back to bed. And I was tore all to hell before I spoke to him. But once he told me that, I just kindly sat back in my chair and just laid back and went back to sleep. And it was the last thing I dreamed. But I got a kick out of that. I woke up and I thought, man, it'd have been pretty cool to be able to work with old Mad Dog. I, hell, he was a CSX engineer. He's retired. I'm an ENS conductor. So, I mean, it hell, naturally it never could have happened. Montana, you tell your daddy. I mean, you'll work it out. One of these days, I'm going to get up your way. I mean, old Mad Dog's going to tie us on one and have us a damn good time and cuss the railroad and they'll just get to know each other a little bit better because he made a good impression on me what little bit of time I was around him. And there you little Mad Dog hear this. But hey, y'all take it easy and have you a good one. And uh, I do believe old Darren Hackard up next live from Dingus, Kentucky oh that clock's called a same yeah time sure does fly by when you're having fun in other words you mean we've been here about as long as we're welcome yeah I reckon it's about time to get our satchels and go Hank that's right friends we'll see you again in the morning until then this is Hank Williams saying best of luck and health to you thanks for listening if the good Lord's willing and the creeks don't rise we'll see you in the morning Put the coffee pot on, put the biscuits in the oven, I'll be there right away, if not sooner than that.